0: I'm
1: not a little a little money. Is it rolling, Bob? I didn't know we were on. Scarborough Dude welcoming you to another Dixon Jeans podcast, number 800. And uh, what would it be, 34, maybe 35, somewhere up there. You'll see the number will be written on uh, whatever device it is you're listening to this on. I'm sitting in my car, the Toyota, in Bluffers Park, Beachside. I've got uh, some wonderful music in the background. you know it, but if you don't, that is uh, Love and Rockets. I uh, took out the Neil Young I've been listening to and enjoying, Prairie Wind, and gone back to my beloved Love and Rockets. Man, I love this music of this group. So uh, anyway, I have got my free a coffee, which we've been talking about on the last several podcasts, and now... My God, we're talking about it on Discord and Twitter and all over the place. Today I did something different. I went for, uh, first of all, it wasn't the drive through because I was coming to Bluffer's Park, so there's an W on the corner of Eglinton and Brimley. And if you know Scarborough, Brimley is the road that takes you all the way down to Bluffer's Park. So that was perfect, except it's not a drive-in. That was the place where they taught me how to order. And uh, you would have heard that on a podcast or two ago. So I've got my uh, small coffee and decided I'd try it with cream this time, the way I usually order at Tim Hortons. And I actually, I like it better. And maybe this is the way to go. Maybe I finally found the right. But it does seem to vary day by day what it tastes like. But, uh, oh, God, here's another great song. Listen to this.
0: The on the moon.
1: Holiday I'm going to fade that out a little bit now. You've heard that before on the Dixon James podcast, and uh, it's got to be one of my favorite tunes by them. Holiday on the Moon. This is from the Express CD. So I've also got with me a half a cookie. Uh, load with CBDs and I've, n- I've never known the amount to take. I mean, quarters might have been enough, but uh, I've had these cookies around for a while so I'm going to go for the whole half because I'm going to take a walk after this. It's dry. You still have a little bit of that Marajuana taste. And enough chocolate chips in there to make it uh, tasty enough. I've got that, I've got a few rolled J's that I probably won't get into. I won't need them, but I like to have them. But I laid them out on the CD, and it just happens to be black and red, and you got black chocolate chips and the nice textured brown cookie. Then I have my cigarette lighter, which is uh, northern Canadian animals, like a polar bear, reindeer, a hare, beaver... All in white against a red background, and then the lovely little container I got with my road trekker when I went to the road trek course. Uh, it's bright red and it's a flip top thing, and it's perfect. It'll hold about five joints. Nicely rolled, exactly the right size. Like that wasn't what they were designed for. I don't know what it was. Might have been t- wet tissues or something in here, but it's perfect and it looks so nice so you're probably going to see that as the cover design if you visit the blog at dixonjanes.ca for this particular episode and I've already posted it on uh, Discord and I Instagrammed it look what I just made because it's beautiful it's art and and it just came together so organically, so lovely all right anyway You can see it. this is going to be a bit of a wander. But that's what I need. There's no hurry to get into. When you have a one-hour podcast, you don't have to suddenly get all your facts in right from the start. You know, the latest scores, you know, who's leading on the PGA Tour. We don't do that kind of thing here. This is just, let's ease into a conversation and see where we get to. You don't have an agenda. I don't have notes. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Well, pretty sure we're going to be talking about my cat, but you know, I don't really want to because I've just lived through it. Some people might've picked up a little bit on tweets or again, discord channel, but, um, it was so all engrossing. Two trips to the vet. Uh, I, I, there was a period when it, it, the cat was sick. I mean, this cat was sick and it, it just was just sleeping uh lethargic all wasn't eating all its old behaviors had just gone the things i knew and loved this cat for and so i did take to the vet and they did blood tests and uh you know the the whole story you pay your money and you get your results and uh they prescribe antibiotics and uh anti-nauseas and uh, vitamin b12 injections which i have to do every week and you know, the cat's better. And part of you thinks, you know, maybe if I didn't take it to the vet, it just naturally would have got over whatever it was that was bothering it. But I, I think not. I think the vet knew what the trouble was. Uh, I, I can't even remember the name now. But, you know, an inflammation somewhere. The blood test showed low vitamin B12, and it, and it would have made the cat uncomfortable never seemed to be in pain. Anyway, like I said, I don't really want to talk about it because I've been over all this. And it was, it was heart-wrenching, you know, because I just, I love this cat so much. This cat came into my life to spread love. It really did. Successfully. It brought love into our house. And it's just been, oh my God, I love this song. Almost painful for me to turn that off, turn that down, and get back to you. But, um, hey, I can listen to it another time, and I will, believe me. Uh, that was the first tune I ever heard by this group before I even knew that I loved and Rockets. Um, it takes me right back to an old vehicle I have in the moonroof. And I got this came on at a random CD, I guess through Mojo or something. And I cranked it up, holy fuck, like full volume on a, on a brand new... Uh, very cool version of the Mercury Villager it was a neat car and driving down behind the Toronto Zoo and just cranked this up all right all right all right some of you are probably not enjoying that quite as much as I am, <laughs> and I don't care. All right, so I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish the coffee, finish the cookie, uh, put the J's in my pocket just in case, bring my um, uh, uh, phone with me to listen to the rest of Sam Harris, whose latest episode is on um, the lack of free will, or his belief firmly humans don't have free will and a lot of people I mean it's easy to argue with and think well wait a minute you can't say that and he does an amazing job he's convinced me and it's a hard thing to grasp he just does it in the most incredible way this man is brilliant you know sometimes you want to know who's who's current who's important in this age not you know of the days past you know how I go on about the beats and so on okay We've, we've dealt with him. But who's now? If I'm living now, who should I be listening to? Well, Bill Maher, for his political takes and his sarcasm and uh, good humor, uh, I enjoy. And he tests the limits. So Bill Maher is a regular. Um, but Sam Harris, my God, thank God, even though there is no God for Sam Harris and uh, this one on free will, I highly recommend you listen to it. In fact, I'm going to try, maybe later on, inclu- include a clip or two, just to uh, push your buttons a little bit there. All right, I got to get out soon. So uh, where were we? Uh, the cat, the cat's on the mend. Uh, getting pills down a cat's throat is not a fun job, but I managed today. They gave me what's called a, uh, a pet pillar. You load it up, you put your pills into gelatin capsules, you put the capsules into this little thing. There's a way to bring their head back that forces their jaw open. You get that thing in their mouth and you push that button and that just slides down the esophagus and they're gone. Uh, Yesterday I failed at it and the cat managed to dissolve the capsule in its mouth from just the heat and the saliva. And then I've the, been, the pills are sort of falling out the sides and I'm jamming them back with fingers and getting bitten and eh, it was horrible. Today was flawless. And I had on hand temptations, tweets, or treats, so I could just lick those and get rid of the, whatever taste was bad. And, uh, water to slurp down. So the cat's happy with me. And then after that we had, uh, we, we had, uh, just a little loving time lying on the bed and just, I just love, oh. It, anybody who's a pet owner understands this it might sound creepy if you're not but just your hands on their warm belly and and just their little paws wrap around your hand and you feel this connection between the two of you they're happy, you're happy and everybody's good so, yeah, All right, let's park pets for a while um, yeah I think that's probably enough for a start how much coffee we got left here? we still got half a cup, sorry we're not done yet. Um, nothing in the news I want to talk about? No. Free will. I'm going to get back to that. Anything you'd like to talk about, hear about? I've, um, shared a couple of links of, uh, Scarbo dude links, like the, um, this podcast. And, uh, maybe the, um. YouTube videos that I do in the basement bar uh, with a a young artist, I guess a singer, a poet, a creative person, a young person, who I haven't met yet, but I will be meeting, via a project through the church. I'm allowed to say this, Um, and I don't know if this person has has listened or not, but it's, it's sort of exploring her job is to interview me And put it into a poem. And they're doing this with other people in the church. Each person has been assigned to somebody. And a handful of us were picked. I was honored to uh, be chosen. And I have no idea what the end result will be. But I thought, well, I can't really just sit down and and ignore. Even though it's Ken, the man who is a member of the uh, West Hill United Church. I can't ignore the rest of me. The Scarborough dude side. So I, uh, I sent back the links. And uh, I guess it's just another dimension. But it wouldn't be me or it wouldn't be an authentic me. Without reference to well, what else goes on in your life. How, how do you find yourself? You know, who do you? Who are you? What's your place in the world? And that's something we... Uh, we all struggle with, you know, our identity. Now, again, you listen to the Sam Harris, you can find, out, well, there is no you anyway. Everything, it's not that it's predeterminism, but that everything is determined by whatever happened just before. And, and so every choice you make in life, um, it's, it's like it's fixed. Uh it's... It's so hard to get into because and he, what he does, he lists all the arguments. Oh, well, what about, you know, that guy killed five people. Well, somebody killed five people and then left a suicide note. I don't know, five people, ten people, one person, I don't know. But left a suicide note saying, I don't know what happened to me. I, I, I had no control. I, this is not who I am, but I was compelled or whatever to do it. please when you, when you know and he killed himself at the end and then said please perform an autopsy and see if you can find out why and they found a big protrusion on his brain you know a growth that impacted his brain and it was his brain that changed him completely there was a physical cause for it this person just didn't suddenly decide i want to be a serial killer um and that's sort of one of the Reasons And and so basically he's saying, if you can accept the fact that you don't have free will, nobody has, no, no, am I saying free will? Yeah, you don't have free will, nobody has free will. So you have to be more forgiving, more compassionate. And that makes sense, that part. Like I buy into this, I just don't fully understand and I can't explain it the way he can, but I buy into it. That you're driven to do all these things. Like, I had I had no choice but to keep doing these podcasts after 15 years. Holy shit, man. Why are you doing that? Well, it's a need. But it's always a need at a time. Like, during the time, the, the, from Tuesday to Thursday, when I was just dealing with my cat, and was very... Um, I suppose there was some emotional turmoil, maybe, but just... I have to deal with these things. I gotta do these things. I didn't want to take time out to talk to you. Now this is kind of almost um, almost a game. It's almost this is just this is for fun. This is this is sport. This is entertainment. This is you know, it's funny because I sometimes pretend this is very real and very serious and very important, and now I'm sort of contradicting that and saying it's just something that it's a release. It's a release. It's just something I have to do. It's an expression. It's hopeless, isn't it? Alright, so I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to fade out with this music, and then I'm going to take my walk, and uh, we'll be back later on, another time, another day, with another story.
0: Consider how your thoughts arise, because they're the basis for most of your complex behavior, certainly your most deliberate behavior. If you pay attention to the process of thinking, you'll see that your thoughts simply appear in consciousness, very much like my words. In fact, you can observe that you no more decide the next thing you think than you decide the next thing I say. What are you going to think next? You don't know. Yet your thoughts determine what you want and intend and do next. Your thoughts determine your goals and whether or not you believe you've met them. They determine what you say to other people and what you don't say. In fact, thoughts determine almost everything that makes you human. Now, most people feel that they are the thinker of their thoughts and therefore their author. And this is one way of describing the feeling of self. Subjectively speaking, as a matter of experience... There's no thinker to be found in the mind apart from thoughts themselves. There's no subject in the middle of experience. Everything, including thoughts and intentions and counter-thoughts and counter-intentions, is arising all on its own. And the feeling that there's a thinker in addition to the flow of thought is what it feels like to be thinking without knowing that you're thinking. It's the feeling of being identified with the train of thought that's passing through consciousness in this moment. But if you pay attention to how thoughts arise, you'll see that they simply appear quite literally out of nowhere. And you're not free to choose them before they appear. That would require that you think them before you think them. So here's the question. If you can't control your next thought, if you can't decide what it will be before it arises, and if you can't prevent it from arising, where is your freedom of will? At this moment, you might be thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Here is what I'm talking about. You didn't choose that thought either. If you're confused by what I'm saying, you didn't produce your confusion. You didn't decide to be confused. Conversely, if you understand what I'm saying and you find it interesting, you didn't create that state of mind either. And if your mind is just wandering to thoughts of lunch and you missed half of what I just said, you didn't choose to be distracted. Everything's just happening including your thoughts and intentions and desires and most deliberate actions. You are part of the universe, and there is no place for you to stand outside of its causal structure. And as we'll see, there's no one to stand there either. You're not a self in the end. You're certainly not a subject in the middle of experience or on the edge of it. You're not on the riverbank watching the stream of consciousness. Because as a matter of experience, there is only the stream, and you are identical to it. This is not a metaphysical statement. I'm not talking about how consciousness relates to the physical universe. I'm talking about your actual experience in this moment. As a matter of experience, you are not having an experience from someplace outside of experience. There is only experience. You're not on the edge of your life looking in. You're not sitting in the theater of your mind, watching a life movie. And the feeling that you are, the feeling that you can stand apart from everything that's happening, and this feeling of being free to choose the next thing you do, or the next thing you notice, the next thing you pay attention to, this feeling is itself part of the movie, yet more appearances in consciousness. There's just consciousness and its contents in this moment. Again, this isn't just a philosophical point. Most people think that free will really exists, and it's just hard to map onto the physics of things. Or it doesn't exist, and we just have to admit that we're living in the grip of a powerful illusion. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying free will doesn't exist, and in fact it's such an incoherent concept that it's impossible to say what would have to be true of the world for it to exist. There really is no way for causes to arise that would make sense of this notion of free will.
1: you enjoyed that little clip from uh, Sam Harris, I suggest you go back and you listen to it again. Or better yet, uh, the whole podcast uh, about free will. Uh, Just amazing, thought-provoking. And it's something, once it's in your head, once you really chew that over and you think, okay, all right, I, 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 I get you. I... I think that's, yeah, that makes sense. But it gets back then. Then you get mixed up into the Zen thing because it's, well, there's there's no self. There is only now, this moment. That may seem like something altogether separate. But the idea that there's no core personality, like driving, there's no driver. You're just going along with it. You are it. You are it. (laughs) uh yeah. anyway I, I I will only do a shitty job so I'm just saying this kind of thing really turns me on I get really excited by this and because uh, it it just it's trying to stretch your imagination a little It's like when people talk about the universe and how big and it's growing and so on and you think how far is it to the next star and think like, okay well wait a minute wait a minute you mean just here the next star you mean just on this edge of this spiral. On this galaxy, but well, we're not talking about all the other galaxies of which there are supposed to be billions. Okay, bam, meltdown. There's no possible way. The human brain in this day and age, mine, is, mine especially, but I would say the uh, most people, you just cannot comprehend. We're not. It's not capable. It doesn't make sense. We can't program that information. We can't make sense of it. No, it doesn't. No, I. No, sorry. I see it. I believe it. I can look up and see the Milky Way, and I can believe. Yeah, all right. They know where we are on that rim of the Milky Way. But come on, how small does that make me? Can I just, it just—it's 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 just on the edges of insanity. Like, no, there's there's no. This can't be real. Yeah, but it is real. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but 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 anyway. Okay. So sorry. Um, I am part having another coffee. The only reason I'm talking to you now. God damn I mean, it's, I asked for small. This has got to be large. Well, no. If it's a medium, it's a huge fucking medium. Nw, and w This time for a new one. I went out looking for appliances. we got to get a new stove. I just Google, all right, here's Canadian appliance uh, source. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. They're going to have stoves. And I go in and there's quite a few on display, and that's all I want. I don't want electronics, I don't want all the other shit, I just want appliances. And um young salesman came up to me and he was I mean he's a kid, really. Uh, name of Carve, I think, K R V, I think that was it. Super nice. And I asked him, How long how long have you had this job? Because I like to engage. I don't want to buy anything unless the exchange is pleasant. That's just a given, okay? If I'm going to buy something from you, if I'm going to spend a thousand bucks, not so much, not so important when it's a free coffee, but if I'm going to buy a new stove, I want the exchange to be pleasant. And I just like this guy immediately, and I'm going to go out and make a generalization here. Generally speaking, I find that my exchanges with people from India, of Indian heritage, are enjoyable. I I like the extra few layers of politeness. I just like it. And it wasn't you know, it wasn't a condense it wasn't um over the top. It was just polite. You know, and as, as he raced around he had sort of run from stove to stove to get, to get me some information how tall it was or whatever. Went out of his way to be helpful and I asked, him, Well how long you been here? Well you, you want the honest answer? I said yeah And he said, "Uh, just two months. I said, oh, great, you know. And I said, now, I guess you had a job before that. And then COVID came along. He said, exactly. And then his first reaction to that was, I really feel for the people who are 40s or 50s because they can't get jobs again. I'm young. I'm glad I'm young. I can get a job. And I liked that. I liked that. It was genuine. It wasn't about upselling me or anything else. It was just, hey, this is where he's coming from. Uh, then he told me to take my iPhone out of my shirt pocket. He said "That's not good for the heart you You shouldn't keep your iPhone in your shirt pocket, so <laughs> I did I so oh, no, never heard that before. I probably have but uh okay, anyway, so we got our coffee, so where am i I'm way I'm way out on the uh, it used to be called the Golden Mile. This is a part of Scarborough along Eglinton now, Eglinton, you wouldn't recognize if you've been away for a while. Because they are putting through a crosstown train down the middle of Eglinton Avenue. Eglinton is like uh, Lawrence. It's this long, straight east-west thoroughfare. And down the middle of this damn thing, they are building, and they've come a long way. It's supposed to be open twenty twenty two. 2022, a transit system. Like, bam, down the middle of the road. And it's going to run very close to where our house is. Like, we're not far from, we're between Eglinton and Lawrence. Absolutely wonderful. So, Eglinton's not a good street to drive along these days because uh, there's trucks and things and people working down to single lane traffic. But anyway, this is where all the big box stores are, movie theaters. So, of course, I Google, well, is there uh, an ANW nearby? And sure enough, there was. And, oh, yeah, it's at the petrol station. So here's another one. This is my third and I decided last time, and I'm, I'm sticking with it, that when I order, I'm not ordering black anymore. I'm ordering one cream. That's called Customize. You know, you got your coffee, and then you just hit the Customize button. And what do you want? One cream, please. And uh, it's a little easier to drink that way. Gave my uh, cat the pills. I use the pill, the pet pillar, to get this damn thing down her throat. and it, it, We've got a routine set up. But the thing is, when I've got her head tilted back, she just gapes at me. The eyes are wide in fear and helplessness. Uh, and that sometimes takes me to dark places of humans in fear and helplessness, helplessness and, and things you don't want to think about. And I'm just so quick that once it's down, I hold her mouth closed to make sure that's not going to come right back up, that that went down the throat and it's the gelatin's going to dissolve and she's got her two pills. Then immediately I let her go. I pat her head and immediately I've got a handful of her favorite, you know, frisky's treats or something and she's eating them out of my hand. And then I reach over and I've got a little container of water handy and she's <laughs> slurping up the water and we're all good. And then she's back on the bed and I'm caressing her and, uh, Everything is okay, and I'm already forgiven. Ugh, i got to do these, I think, five more times. I And, of course, we haven't started the injections yet for the B12, and I'm definitely going to, yeah, I guess I'll do the six weeks if I have to, but I'm not going to do it on a regular basis. No, she can get by without B12 shots. And uh, if necessary, I'll ground some up into her food. All right, so nothing, uh, nothing else to report. Oh yeah, where am I parked? That's that was the thing. That was the whole point here. I'm parked in a twenty minute zone for drop off and pickup outside um, Centennial College, the campus on Ashton B. Uh, and I guess it's called Ashton B. Campus. This is where I got my very first teaching job with Centennial College many years ago. Uh, thanks to Brian's wife for giving me a, a hot tip. Uh, They needed a teacher right away. She recommended it. I didn't even have an interview. Bam. I I was in. And uh, it's not the best campus. They do um, aviation technology here and uh, big machinery, you know, um, service maintenance courses. So when I started, okay, I was glad to have a job, and then I got transferred to another campus and another campus. I've worked at three campuses around the city, around Scarborough. But this is also where my son went for his aviation course, aviation maintenance, I think. And it was not a pleasant experience for him, and it was not a pleasant time for any of us. Uh, And so there's kind of, I'm here with a little bit of sadness as well, um, dropping, you know, sort of forcing him. He had a job, and we said, no, no, go back, finish your course. And if he had not listened to us, he would have been better off today. Uh and that's just a fact um it's you know, and he agreed reluctantly and went back and then it just didn't all work out all that very well uh at all and uh so I would drive him get him up and drive him here early in the morning and uh sometimes pick him up, yeah. So, memories of Scarborough all around. I'm looking at Winners and Gap, and it's, it's Scarborough is it's such a huge part of my life. I guess, it, hell, if I moved here in '95, holy shit, what's that? 25 years anyway, at least, living in Scarborough. It is, it is, it's probably shaped my identity to, uh, to some degree. Uh, it's certainly what my kids have grown up with and know, even though they were born in Japan. This, is, this was their home. This is where they grew up, Scarborough. And I've, uh, I, I like it. I like it. Anyway, that's enough. I just wanted to uh, fill in some time. Not meaning to insult you by just saying I'm going to fill in time, shut up and listen. Uh, I meant, now that I really don't have a whole lot to say, and I don't feel like doing any more shopping for stoves. I, I'm going to stick with this guy. I asked him to send me the... I love when you can take a picture of the price. And it's got that, you know, the little square code on it, whatever you call it. And immediately you can open it up and it takes you to the page. And it tells you everything about that particular item. Like this is this is amazing. These, you know, here I am. I'm excited because I can get a free coffee using the app. But when you can go into an appliance store, take a picture of the price tag with this little thing, uh, with all the bits of information and it immediately takes you up to a page telling you it's got the reviews, it's got the price, it's got everything you need to know about that particular item. Like, wow, this happened in a hurry, you know. This happened, this is pretty quickly. This is convenient. I mean I could order the damn thing online. Uh the nice thing about it is they will deliver it. And um Gosh, I didn't ask about delivery charges. I think that was in, I think that was included. The only price I did say, well, I've taken away the old one. And he said, as long as it's unplugged, and I laughed. And he said, yeah, they are not allowed to plug in the new one or unplug the old one. But they'll take it away for $20. And I, eh, I'm not going to balk at $20, you know. So anyway, there we are, making progress. I guess I did something today. I'm feeling a little guilty. My wife's working Monday. She's always tired. I should be picking up supper, but it's only, uh, it's not even 2 o'clock. It seems a little early to buy a chicken. No, it's 3. And I'm in the neighborhood of where we get the really good chicken. Yeah, I think I'll go buy a chicken. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, I had a title. Oh, did I write it down? I had a title for this episode, and um, I, I lay there, and the title came up, and I thought, okay, 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 I've got you've got to have that one. You got to know the title. You got to remember it. Let me just see. Um, thoughts think themselves. That's it. Thoughts. I'm glad I wrote that down because I would not have remembered that one. Thoughts think themselves. Thoughts think that they, that's not quite true, is it? Your brain thinks the thoughts. I like the sound of that, Thoughts Think Themselves. Work with me on that, will you? You know, if you got a better one. All right. Scabber Dude signing off from Centennial College, Ashton B. Campus with his A&W Coffee. Hoping you're enjoying all the things I do for you. Bye for now. Hello, hello. Coffee time here at um, St. Andrew's Cemetery. Just for a change, it's overcast day. I'm not going to go for a walk. Um, I just had a couple of experiences, three in a row, that uh, were just fun in the ease with which they happened. Okay, so just very quickly, because this is not important, but it just makes me happy. Um, ordering my N.W. coffee. I've got the routine down. I drive up. I know exactly which lane to be in to turn, where to stop my car before going into the uh, you know drive-through. Put in the order exact tick 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 these buttons to push. Just you know, and then drive up. Yep, Ken ordered my coffee. Oh yeah, I've got it. And you pick it up, and you drive on. And it's just it's just a flow. And, of course, if you've listened earlier on, you remember the the frustration and confusion, which the sad part, some people never leave that stage. It only gets worse. You know, you get old, you get Alzheimer's, and everything is a problem. And for me to have worked that out, okay, it's an app. I'm going to learn how to use this properly. It's not rocket science. And, um, it just made me happy and then drove up to the bank. I got a refund, a nice refund, over 3000 bucks from the federal government for my company, which of course didn't make any money this year. That's why money coming back. Um, and bam, the new ones, you don't even put things in an envelope. You don't punch numbers. You just deposit, you know, put in your card, your client card. And of course, you know, the numbers for that. You haven't forgotten those. You just slide the check in. It reads the check. It says, okay, this amount, you know, uh, and you go, yep, confirm, bam, here it is. And uh, do you want a printed copy? And you get a little receipt comes back out with a printed copy of the check on the receipt. And it's done like less than a minute. Your money is in the bank. And, of course, you're parked right in front because there's a parking spot always empty that says 30 minutes or less. You know, you're just going to go in, no up, just straight to the uh, cash machine, punch the right buttons, and you're done. And then um, decided, all right, I'm just going to come and chill here, finish my coffee at the uh, cemetery. And notice, of course, the clock, daylight savings time, my clock is wrong. And yesterday I looked at it, you push the button, it says clock, you push that button, but it's also the AM, FM button, and I was finding I was holding it and retuning stations I didn't want, you know, locking in a new station. No, 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 no. So gave up. All right, forget it, forget it. You know, we're not going to do that. And then today, calmly, while I parked, I just happened to look over, and I said, there's a button that says clock. Oh, wait a minute. Under the six buttons for the, you know, the pre-tuned there's one that has an H, there's one that has an M, and there's one that has a set. Oh, hold that FM clock button, push the hour, bam, jump ahead, done. And so the clock reset. And I'm saying this because I was just recently listening to a podcast of your friends and mine via Discord uh, where they talked about the uh, the time changes and how every car has a different setup for... Uh, changing the buttons so there you go three in a row uh, all easy and it's just it's been a bright day my my pill pill pusher pet pillar uh that long tube of the plunge that you hold a little capsule on the end and you put that in your cat's poor throat Yuki knows the routine now. I get her backwards on my lap, the head tilted back, the mouth pried open a little. This thing goes in, she gags to fight, and just at that gagging moment, I push that plunger and the pill goes down the throat, and immediately I've got these favorite little temptations in my hand, and she just gets up and starts licking these off my hand, and I give her about three or four rounds of those things, and then immediately I had the little thing of water there, so she can just... Wash down some water, and she's a happy cat, and she goes back to sleep. And I just feel ah, oh, it's done, ah. Oh. So just some days things just kind of go smoothly, you know. I mean, we all know about the days that don't. And then I had feedback last night. I don't think I've talked about this. Yeah, that interview I did uh, with my good friend Nancy out in Chilliwack for her YouTube channel and um, Chill TV thing. Um, that came out last night at nine o'clock and, uh, I watched and I enjoyed it. I think that's not bad. So today I had the audacity to pimp that a little bit. It's on my Facebook group and I tweeted it and I put it in discord and I sent it to people in my men's group to say, look, look. Because when I listened, I actually, it was one of those things that had a flow. I talked coherently. I I got the points across that I wanted. This is the difference when you're straight and when you're not straight. You know, when you've had a marijuana in your system and your thoughts are all over the place and uh, just incoherent. So, um, anyway, I did that, shared it, and then immediately got some wonderful feedback from a friend who had lost his older brother, well, just over time and age, but recalling memories of his brother and, and the connection between his brother and me and um, travel they did together and about what it meant to have find old letters and just a real person-to-person connection that didn't exist before and has been strengthened through this connection of sharing. and And that's what I try to do here. And, and one of the problems about sharing is you think it begins to sound, all oh, it's all about me. It's about my ego. But I tried to explain on that interview, the YouTube interview, that it's about exposing your own frailty. And then I even found out that Barnacle Bill listened to the whole thing. And, and normally he's pretty impatient and will have absolutely nothing to do with podcasts. But he watched the whole video, and I'm glad because I mentioned him a few times on it, you know, thanking him for saving all my letters. That is Bruce. I don't think he likes the uh, title Barnacle Bill, but that's where he did come up, and that was around the times of Etobicoke Joe and all these other people. So anyway, uh, it's just things are just rolling along tickety-boo today, and uh, that's all I'm going to share with you, I guess. I'm going to finish the rest of my coffee. I'm going to go to the next place on my list, the A&B Bakery, and buy another loaf of my wonderful little um, bread. have to decide between the caraway seeds or the the other healthy ones for my $2 loaf, and uh, I'll be done. Scarborough Dude. Signing out very quickly, putting an end to this. I'm going to stop right now, even though I haven't finished my coffee and I want to keep talking, but I know that I don't really have anything else to say. So I'm going to force myself to ring that bell and end this. Ring it! Jack of diamonds, jack of diamonds, and I know you have You robbed my poor pockets of silver and gold. Whiskey, you villain, you've been my downfall You kick me and you cuff me, but I love you for all
0: It's a beefsteak when I'm hungry, rye whiskey when I'm dry, a Green back when I'm hard
1: up in the heaven when I die. Whiskey, rye whiskey, whiskey I cry, if I don't get rye whiskey I surely The ocean was a whiskey, and I was a duck. i dive to the bottom and never come home. <laughs> the ocean ain't a whiskey, I ain't a duck. I'll play jack of diamonds and I trust to my luck, cause it's a whiskey, right whiskey, whiskey, I cry. Don't fall on me, I'll live till I die. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, folks, we got 11 minutes. So hang on for this last clip. It is Thursday. I'm sitting in a place I have not sat in before. It's called Macowan Park. It doesn't really even deserve the name of a park. But it is an area behind some industrial plants here in Scarborough, just a little bit south of um, Eglinton. And they've created an area for kids because there's a lot of uh, buildings went up in this area. High-rise, new homes. And so they had to create a place. So there's a bit of a walkway. I took it a few weeks ago. Um, nothing fancy. But where I'm sitting is in a ble- on the bleachers. There goes a go train. On the bleachers in front of a hockey rink. I had no idea this was here. Like a real hockey rink with fenced in with, uh, you know... Gates going way up so that nobody gets hit in the head with a puck. Uh, fabulous, and I just wish I had known about this during the winter when people were skating. I would have loved to have come here and watched people skate in the afternoon or the evening, any time. It would have been lovely. <coughs> Sorry, and of course now it's just melted. But a real hockey rink. Man, so this is very close to where I live. I'm sort of behind the Home Depot off Eglinton. Um, I I had no idea. So, anyway, that's fine. Uh, That was the point today. I had to get someplace. No, don't go to Bluffers. You've been there. So, here we are. All right, we've wasted enough time with that. Listening to Mark Marin. um, Yesterday, I listened to, you know, I, I catch a lot of his shows, I like his style. Uh, It was Elaine Newman from Saturday Night Live. I hated it. It was the most boring... There's a person I never in my life want to meet. Sorry, it's not nice to say nasty things about people, but God damn it. So uninteresting. But today, it is with uh, Serge... Somebody. Armenian who was, I guess, Serge Tankian. I guess was in a heavy metal group or something and has done a lot to... Uh, raise awareness about the um, Armenian uh, What do you call it, not just a massacre But uh, you know the word for when you're wiping out a whole people Genocide Which Turkey always denied um, So that that's interesting Listening And Mark is pretty genuine most of the time And of course he loves cats So that's a real plus in his favor too Anyway that's what I got on my list today I went stove hunting again and then you find all these new things: air fry technology, and uh, you know the various power options for the burners. You know you can use just use the center or the whole ring. Uh, just things that okay. Well, better to spend the extra and get a newer model because you're going to get these new technologies that uh, are new and improved. So that's okay. It's not. A, it's a sort of a pleasant thing. And you know, a thousand dollars or a little bit up, no problem. $60 delivery charge, and then he says, yeah, yeah I, that's negotiable. Like, I can waive that, you know. <laughs> Bam, there it is. All right, yeah. Give me the free delivery, thank you. $20 to take away your old stove when you're ready. So, um, yeah, so soon there'll be a stove. You'll be hearing about that, too. All the exciting things you learn in the life of Ken Ball here on the uh, Dixon Janes podcast. Oh, my God. I want to talk about um, Sam Harris again, about that not having control you you sort of just you're going along with whatever the brain gives you kind of idea and I up until now I've been in kind of a I wouldn't say cranky mood but just unsettled unhappy you know and and it's like the whims of the day one day you just you know one day out of five you just feel happy and that's good that's pretty good Uh, odds And another day it's so-so, another day you're tired, another day grumpy or angry, and then it it may change by the evening suddenly you're feeling great again. And these are things that just happen to us. And (coughs) sorry, you go along with, but um, I guess there's no point there, just an observation. Uh, but today has been one of those days where we're a little unsettled. And then when I, because I pushed myself to go out, that's it, that extra push. No, go and look at a stove, at least do something. And then I was glad because I saw a new stove with better features than the one I was thinking about. And now I feel a little more aware. Uh, I will probably make a better purchase uh, because of that. You know, seeking out a little information as as all of you out there do. But for me it's an extra step. Somebody like uh let's take for example Tennessee Jake. If he was buying a stove, he would know a lot. He would have the consumers things. He would know which one was the best for him or for his family. Um I'm sort of a hit and miss. I go by a lot of it is just by gut feelings. It it's got me through life. It's worked for me, but it's not the the best thing. It, it really, I call it that, but really what it boils down to is laziness. I am a lazy man. And I like things to be done the easy way. So, uh, no shame in that. That's just who I am. All right. um, God, there were other things. How are we doing? We've got three minutes to finish off. Things. Things that matter. Oh, okay. Let's say music. I watched the Grammys the other night. Insisted that I, I, I watch it. Because there are so many old people who you call that music, that's not music, and just, you know, bitch about it and so on. Honestly, I thought most of the music was just shit. Like, I just, it was shit. But I realized that it wasn't about the music it was about the entertainment value the wild costumes the dance numbers the lighting the pizzazz it was like old 1930s hollywood musicals that's what it's come down to people are back <coughs> making entertainment again and so it wasn't about how good is this singer and you know you know except for i think was it was it taylor swift who won Liked her, um, but a lot of it was just crap and, and blatant sexuality. I mean, I know that sounds corny and all. Oh yeah, get with it, dude. No, don't get with it. That's just that's just shit. That's not music. Oh God, here I am. I'm doing exactly what I said the old people do. But uh, Rob in uh, Singapore, you know, Thailand. Uh, Just mentioned on a Facebook post he was watching Joni Mitchell, a special show episode that uh, I said, oh, I'll check that out. An hour and a half. Absolutely brilliant. There is a true artist. I just want to end on that. That was a true artist performing her whole life. And not caring about what other people insisted she did. She was not going to be a product of the machine she didn 't need to be she was just going to do things that made her happy. She was a true artist is well she 's past her producing days, I believe unfortunately she 's been quite ill, but to see her from the beginning from nineteen sixty seven from the end the holster, it was a wonderfully done documentary uh, Google Joan, I was looking for the title i don 't have it handy because i can 't connect to the internet here. But it was something about her uh, heart and mind. I think maybe heart and mind might have been in the title. A full DVD. Just a really worth watching. And it makes me so proud as a Canadian. Because even though all her time is in the States. Her roots are Saskatchewan. And so she's right up there with uh, Leonard Cohen and Joni Mitchell. Just a, a golden pair that Canada is should be very, very proud of. And uh, of course, you know, you've got your other artists like your Bob Dylan and so on. But that in particular, and it's just a word that doesn't compare. So it's, a, it's as if there's a lot of people who don't care. They don't care about artistry. They care about gossip. They care about crap. They care about shallow things. Fuck you. Fuck you. Final note, final note, final note. The artist will save the world. And I saw a great quote. Can't tell you what it was offhand, but it meant... We're in trouble now because we follow the politicians. If we want a better world, follow the poets. And that is just so true. So hats off to the artists out there, the true artists. Uh, I love you. We need you. Thank you. Scarborough Dude signing out from uh, this silly little Macowan Park. But damn, I sure wish I had seen the skating. All right. Now I know about it. Next year. Bye for now. Ding, ding, ding.